Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. There hey, there it is. It happens yeah. all the time, my friend. Hey, it's nice to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, same. Well, I have heard your voice before, so, you know. Yeah, I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I really in, actually enjoy uh, Kill Whistle. Thank you. Whistle. We try. We try. I come from a great... Uh, no, I come from no background in radio whatsoever. But I, I'm really honored to have you. Um... Let's see. We could start right now by saying I want to call you Emil Johansson. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, or is that's it pretty good actually? Okay. Well, Johansson happens to be one of my favorite artists. Um, Avatar. For all listeners out there that may or may not know Avatar. No. Nobody. Crickets. <laughs> anyway. Crickets. Yeah, crickets. Okay. Hey. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. Yes, we're we're in it right now, Emil. <laughs> awesome, I love it. How straight you feeling? Yeah, man, straight from traffic and uh, coming from the ill state of America right now. Um, I got nothing else to say about that except it, I, I'm embarrassed to be white and skinny. I don't know what that means. Well, but... I completely understand. I've been <laughs> updated, so I, I actually was a fatter white guy before, and, uh, <laughs> but now I'm a more skinny white guy. I'm still embarrassed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's difficult here right now um, with the uh, Trump nation, but I don't want to get into politics too much. Now, I don't know how we met. I don't know how you found me, but I know that I have probably been one of the worst girlfriends you ever had, emailing you in the middle of the night, and I never put out. Uh, well, kind of, <laughs> but you know, I, I, have, I have had worse. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh well, we'll get to that in a moment, folks. All right, so Emil Johansson is actually a friend on Facebook, but yet we have similar tastes in I don't know what. I guess he listen, he's a listener, but he's also broadened his spectrums and, and is a filmmaker. And you sent me a screener that myself – and uh, by the way, Captain Sexy is not with me today, but me and Sean did watch that, and we were completely amused. I sent it to the girls at NC um, – the queens of NC-17, and they loved it. What was the name of that movie with a bunch of shorts? Oh, and, that was fucking awful. Uh, that's what you said. That's what you said. But we had a fun. We had fun with it. Well, I'm glad you had fun with it because that's the only thing you could have with. And I guess in the end, that's what we wanted people to have with it. Uh, it's, it was called. Uh, I don't know about my accent right now, really, but it was called uh, the Gated Community. Yes. Oh, trust me, the girls are eating up your accent right now, so... <laughs> oh, well, hello. Hello, ladies, as we would... Uh, that's more of a Swedish accent, really. Absolutely. They speak like this, you know. <laughs> Is it true what they say about Swedish girls? What? I, I was just kind of testing my racism right yeah. there. Totally kidding. <laughs> I, I actually never dated one. I have no knowledge whatsoever. Just I wanted to see what you would say. Well, they're pretty tall and they're pretty blonde. <laughs> Not blonde in like the stupid way, but you know, <laughs> hair color blonde. <laughs> all right. So, was that all right? That film that you sent us with a bunch of shorts, a very VHS ish. You know the movies VHS? 
Yeah. Of course. Um, in how you presented it, it was like a bunch of shorts. Now, was that your first outing? Uh, well, no, not really. Uh, I, it was my second anthology. Uh, okay. Well, my second failed anthology, actually. Oh, don't the first say that. one failed as well. Nothing fails, man. You learn from it. Yeah, we, we actually, I learn uh, a lot from that. <laughs> uh, because I, I've, I've been um, an actor since I was about 11. Okay. And I, uh, I'm turning 29 this year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I feel older and I have type 1 diabetes. So I'm, I'm probably like in my 50s, really. That's rough, really man. On that note, I have a niece with that. That's a rough deal. Yeah, I can't imagine how it is over there. We got, you know, not getting into politics, but we got that covered, and I'm Good. pretty safe. Yeah, um, I have a niece. She's she's only four. Can you imagine that? It's rough. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you hit my uh, heartstrings right there, man. Yeah, uh, that's not what we're supposed to do. We're I know. supposed to talk about other Yes, not the yes. This is an offbeat show, Uh, and also it is. Keep in mind, folks. No matter what time you're listening, he is up. What is it? Three a.m. There? No, actually, it's like ten p.m. I guess. Oh, you made me feel bad earlier. I had to rush through traffic. (laughs) You're like, don't sweat it, man. But that's all I do is sweat. All right, but hey, you've got new stuff happening. You have a trauma thing happening. Yeah. Uh, glad you brought that up, actually, yeah. because uh, we got uh, we we had one of the shorts uh, that was a part of uh, the gated community. Uh, I, I can say that from from the top that gated community isn't anywhere to be found, really. I think you, the girls, uh, Sean, <laughs> and like two other people saw it, <laughs> and a couple of people in uh, on a festival in Sweden. Uh, and now it's like my Star Wars holiday special. I don't ah. want anyone to see that fucking thing again. I love it. I love my hot. No, that rocks. <laughs> and guess what, folks? You need to see it. Oh, it was God. great. It was so much fun. Honestly, we're, we're, I, like, it was one of those moments where I looked at like the person next to me. I was like, wow, we just saw that. It was cool. I'm not going to talk about horse heads. But oh. any- <laughs> Getting hit by a horse. Yo. Uh, <laughs> and there it goes. <laughs> uh, but he comes, uh, he doesn't only come with movie information that he's doing. He also, Emil Johansson also comes with music. And I love, you must know the show because you gave me two entirely different sounds to deal with. And yeah. I love it. Some blues and then just straight out in your face rock. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Yes, and I want to say we're going to play two bands tonight, but I got to say completely different. Scent of the Lord, I want to say this. That's one of the bands. I like Black Forest. I loved uh, <laughs> Life is Rock and Roll, and it, it, it's a throwback. These This band, Scent of the Lord, you can look them up on Bandcamp, folks. Um, remind me of a band way before Emil's, definitely before his time, a band called Mucky Pup. They were in the hardcore scene in New York in the 80s. And they were kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing, but they, they rocked. And you, I don't know, that, that band kind of reminds me of that. I don't know if you know Mucky Pup. You probably don't. No, but I'm going to have to shake it up. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah? Yeah, I think Dead oh. Milkmen with uh, heavier guitars. <laughs> okay, now, now I'm getting with you. Now, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so let's talk about your new project. Yeah. Uh, well, we have a bunch of projects, actually, because... Um, it's hard making a genre film at all in Sweden. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, the market is non-existent, really. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So when we try to, you know, uh, apply for uh, any kind of funding or such, we get like straight no's from everywhere. And what's the reason uh, behind that? Is it just they, they think it won't sell or they're offended? Well, yeah, well, they're mostly offended, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good because man. we can make it sell. Yeah. Uh, we have, so, as you said, the trauma thing, uh, uh, that's that's like a teenage dream coming true. I actually hit one of my goals in my life. Amazing. Get a, a thing distributed by trauma, and I, f- I nailed it. Yes, you did. Uh, but Sweden is, well, we're, we're the country of Bergman. I mm. love Bergman, mm-hmm. but... Uh, everyone here in the industry is really, you know, stiff upper lip and up nose about it. <laughs> uh, so when we come with with an idea about, uh, like uh, Unplanned Parenthood, that was a part of uh, uh, gated community that now is its own short. Uh, we we tried to pitch it to some people, and they they really just looked at us. And I tried to say that it actually has a point. It actually has a political point to it, uh, no matter how stupid it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got no from all all places. So I said, fuck it, well, I'm going to fund it myself. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, but I'm freaking poor. So Who uh, is it? We're artists, man. Yeah, well, that's true, actually. We're artists, so we, <laughs> that's how we roll now. Exactly. Is either make a movie or eat. Yeah. I prefer drinking, but anyway, (laughs) I know that about you. All right. So uh, you want to give us a little insight on the film? Uh, On Unplanned or the new one? Oh, God, there's so much here. Yes. Go with. Yeah, let's go with Unplanned. Unplanned. Okay. Unplanned was, uh, well, the short story is that uh, the producer, Gustav Jungdahl, uh, called me and said, I want to make an anthology project with you. You seem like a fun guy. Uh, can you come up with something tasteless? I was oh, like, well... He got you down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so happy because that was my first project, really, in a couple of years because I had been really, really sick, we could say. Oh. Um, I had gained a lot of weight, and I... Uh, well, what could you say? I got burned out, like completely mm. burned out. I got a brain damage from it. And Oh, my God. Uh, really? Wait, yeah. Way depressing stuff. Mm. Uh, so the fun part was to make a gory, fun short. Now, oh, I totally understand you now. Yeah. Uh, the problem was that me and Gustav had only met like one or two times uh, up until that point. And we traveled, me and Patrick, who plays the the, the pregnant lady <laughs> in the movie, we traveled up to um, Halstavik, it's mm. called, uh, okay. in Sweden. Yes. It's, you know, but it's literally out in the fucking nowhere. <laughs> and Sweden got a lot of nowhere. <laughs> That's like was, Midwest, Midwest, US. We get it. Oh, yeah, well, you see, that that's perfect analogy, actually, uh, because we, when we were there, we were there. We couldn't leave. We were there for a week. And me and Gustav noticed that we didn't really get along uh, production-wise. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm more of a, you know, I, I plan as much as I can. I You know, I storyboard, I script, 
Uh, I, I do a shot list, you know, basic stuff. And he doesn't. <laughs> so when we started like working our kinks out, right? We it was just, oh, oh fuck it, just let's just shoot. So uh, l- let me ask you: Was he a perfectionist? And you're like, you're you're pretty much guerrilla rock. <laughs> no, well, he I'm I was the perfectionist in that company because okay, I I only wanted you know to make sure that uh, the audio was right mm. and he didn't care oh see now uh, i'm with you on that one yeah because that's you know the the i'm playing is dubbed mm-hmm. because of that reason <laughs> uh, i couldn't make i didn't got uh, i didn't get the time actually to make any adjustments or anything he just said oh well let just just shoot we can fix that later and you never say fix it in post because that's that's fucking grind my it grinds my gears so bad saying <laughs> fix it in post because you can't interesting yes so yeah okay. one week later we had that thing shot all right well, give us a premise here so we, we, let's entice some uh, listeners to uh, look you up here <laughs> well it's a uh, it's about a pregnant lady who goes to uh, what we assume is a planned parenthood clinic mm. to have her last checkup because she's like ready to give birth any minute. Uh, it's a very silly short, so you know, uh, no, it's not, it's not true to reality. But she goes to like a, a, a weird clinic and ends up meeting this weird, even weirder doctor. Oh, even weirder. I love it. I love it. See, you you get me. I have a thing, unfortunately, when it comes to not to interrupt, but I have to interrupt. Like the scariest movies to me are, um, unfortunately, I go back to the Cohen days in the seventies with um, "It's Alive." If you ever oh. saw, you know, yeah. evil baby movies, there's something about that that's visceral. Because it also, oh God, I have to pull it back again. Um, how do I talk about this? I, I lost a friend in childbirth, and I, I thought that it, it it scarred me. It scarred me, and it, to me, it's the ultimate horror. But it isn't. It's supposed to be the best thing that ever happens, but the worst thing did happen to a friend. And when I grew up watching these these movies, it, it definitely left an imprint. So uh, I guess I professed your movie. I definitely put a dark spin on this. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's actually. I, I like dark spins. I yeah, me like too. Very a lot. Stuff. A lot. Yeah, it was, I, I, I know you do. Yeah. Um, Go on, my friend. Yeah, but we tried to. Well, no, rather, the doctor tries to, like, force her to have an abortion. We could call it because of some circumstances that comes up. Oh man. Yeah, uh, and I don't want to spoil more of it i think the trailer spoils enough uh, <laughs> okay but uh, we made it as a i'm very tired of politics <laughs> uh, <laughs> i hear people, i hear it i hear it in your voice yeah, yeah well we had a lot of that in sweden this past years it's it's so bad uh, <laughs> but i wanted to make a movie commenting on how stupid uh, the uh, i can't say all of the things I'm thinking because that would be bad but if you watch it 
and you're offended, you're probably right wing. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. As we call it here, snowflakes. Ah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess, I, you know, honestly, I've gotten a little har harsher on my show because of the snowflakes and people offended by everything including everything we just talked about oh somebody's somebody will be mad whatever you know honestly if you can't talk about it i i look at you as an idiot uh, and that's just my thing if you can't talk it out where are you gonna go with it now you do it through your art yeah i completely agree yeah you need to talk about you need to be able to talk about everything yes and even now if i did like a gory abortion movie well you know I talked about it, and we actually got some nice quotes about it, so I'm happy. And that that one is available on Troma, because I've got so many requests for links and screeners, and now we have a perfect outlet for it. Just go to Troma, they have it there. Yay. Yes. No, you landed, my friend. If you walk away from this with just Troma, there's so many people just never did. So you landed. You landed. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And those guys, honestly, you know, they, they, they don't take anything seriously. I Did you ever see the first, I think it was the first trauma movie, and it was very, very effective and still is if you can find it. I think it's on Prime now. But um, The Children. No, I haven't actually. Ooh, this is before Toxic Avenger. Now, I got to tell you, Emil, I saw Toxic Avenger in the theater. I saw that, that ages Ooh. me. But I was in the theater. I was 16. We were not allowed to to be there but i had to see this thing and i saw it in the theater but going back trauma um did the children and it's about um i believe it was a toxic waste or a um a chemical explosion that makes that affects children and if they touch you you basically turn to dust it's worth looking up and it's hard to find but right now i think trauma might have put it on prime so you might be able to see it on prime right now I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, you should. It, it it definitely crosses some boundaries, and they always did. And I love that, you know, just like the Sex Pistols did and the bands before that. Like, they're not afraid. They're not afraid to the, zero fear putting out there what you want to put out there. And I think you're doing that. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be afraid, uh, and especially in maybe countries like that really oppress artists and art america should... what <laughs> i'm not saying anything i'm just no no i i'm i'm cool with that i i'm I, again i hate being white and skinny right now so. um but yeah you're right but go on yeah well you shouldn't be scared to to put your words uh, or your thoughts into your art or anything really just get it out there in any way possible if you have something to say just make sure people hear it yes and the idea is, here's the bottom line is this, you can actually hit the button, you could hit stop, you could hit pause, or you could turn it off, you could turn the dial. If you're offended, shut it off, Snowflake, what's wrong with you? Like yeah, right, exactly. Like right now, somebody is offended by what we're talking about, turn me off. <laughs> Boom. But they won't do it, they'll just complain. People love complaining. Yes. People love getting offended. So let's get into some music right now. Now you sent me scent of uh, scent of lore, but the other band, I was I was getting into this deal here, uh, Justin and Hooch. It's kind of like a uh, bluesy, fun lo-fi madness going on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard I heard a giggle in the background. 
Um, I want to play Get Your Ass in the Dodge, but I'm Please do. I'm really kind of moving towards Arizona Casanova, but maybe we'll end with that. But Get Your Ass in the Dodge right now by how do we? You know what? You should introduce this band. Oh, Yasis and Hooch with Get Your Ass in the Van. Here we go. More on that when we get back with Emil Johansson, who I've been annoying for more than, I don't know, three years. We'll get back into that. Thanks for listening. Kettle Whistle Radio, folks, friends, and fiends. Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio, folks, friends, and fiends. That was Justin and Hooch with Get Your Ass in the Dodge. And I'm here with Emil Johansson from Sweden. Yes, our Swedish listeners have finally gotten on the air. Thank God. Emil, talk to me about Get Your Ass in the Dodge. Yeah, first of all, I said van before, so I'm very sorry about that. I thought Uh, you did. Damn. You're uh, cool. Tell no, me a little about I, about this band. Yeah, that band is actually um, it consists of two people, uh, Matthias Bolinder and Frey Samuelsson. The well, that's my Swedish pronunciation of them. Um, Frey is actually the guy who made my soundtracks uh, for like my three last movies. Actually, now when I think about it, and he has been in some, you know up-and-coming bands and such nothing that he really you know he, he he likes his indie underground level things and this is one of the bands he has has for fun or had for fun uh so yeah excellent I, like i said lo-fi i like the lo-fi oh yeah that's great stuff we'll get into scent of the lord a little later in the show a little heavier for you folks out there if you can handle it um but back to you my friend uh, the stage is yours what else you got going on? Uh, we got a couple of things going on, actually. Um, it all comes down to money, really. But mm. I'm uh, the, oh, this could be like the exclusive uh, for you then, because I'm thinking about 
making, well, thinking and thinking. I've been writing and I, you know, been planning. I have a project that I really want to make during the winter and all of next year. Okay. Uh, which is. My friends are going to laugh at me so hard because <laughs> I've been playing the game. I don't know if you know about the game series uh, Stalker. No, I, I'm not a gamer. Uh, Captain Sexy is, but he's not here to feed in. So, Okay, uh, well, it's based on uh, the book uh, Roadside Picnic. Uh, which Tarkovsky based his movie Ooh. Stalker on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's basically you walking around in the the zone of you know Chernobyl and Pripyat, and uh, trying to find artifacts and getting to that wish granter in the middle of the reactor. Uh, it, it, that, it's very <laughs> scratching the surface from my end, but. I'm really intrigued with the storytelling in there because it's so harsh, it's so brutal. Mm. And uh, I've, you, you have seen my, my things. It's gory, it's fun. Um, I want to, I've, I've done some other things before uh, that you haven't seen actually. And oh. now I want to make something for the new found audience. I'm intrigued, that, completely yeah. intrigued. Thank you. Um, and. That's I, that might be the only thing I'm saying actually because you might be able to put some things together and kind of imagine what I'm having in my mind. Um, I'm trying to do something in that direction. Okay. Very lonely, very brutal, more of a you know a relatable horror more than focusing on the big always oh, radiation. Oh, people are mutants. Hmm. Right, you're going. Uh, we I just finished watching the Chernobyl series on HBO. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, that was rough. That was rough. Probably one of the hardest things to watch, and it's a drama. But I'll be honest with you, might be the most horrific horror movie I've ever seen. Well, good, great drama can be the worst yes. horror ever. You are correct. Me and you, we like releases from the norm. This one goes right for the heart, and it's nice. it, it's hard, man. I think it's only five episodes, but when you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, this could happen anywhere, anytime, and that is the real horror of it. That's why, well, I turn to guys like you to make me laugh or, you know, just like a, a just turn the page and um, see something I couldn't see anywhere else and, and, and just get away from Trumpisms and all this fun stuff happening here. <laughs> There's enough real horror. So like Chernobyl, yeah, watch that when you want like drama horror. But when I want something like you, I, I, I'm glad guys like you are out there. You know, <laughs> we you. need that. We need that freaking release because it's like, it's we're surrounded by it daily here. And uh, just yesterday, or I'm sorry, two days ago, two shootings. Um, yeah. Not going to get into it too much. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, real horror is out there. So I like, I like the fake horror a lot. I like monsters <laughs> for that oh, yeah, reason. Monsters are amazing. Yeah, it, please. I, I, exactly. I, that's why I write. That's why I love my movies and horror movies because, uh, monsters really kind of can't happen. The human monster can, and that's drama to me. It's not horror. Uh, where do you stand with that? Like, uh, do you prefer H.P. Lovecraft over the serial killer? 
Mm, oh, that's an interesting question, actually, because I love them both in very different ways. I, I'm with you. Uh, um, but I, I think my preferred horror is... Oh, damn. I, I think I'm going to have to say serial killers, just because of how much media about serial killers I'm consuming. There's a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I find the, the human mind fascinating. So... When I want something morbid or grueling, I, you know, I love like German underground disgusting movies like, you know, Melancholy Drängel and uh, Necromantic. So I that's my jam. OK, if you could call it that. So if it's depressing and awful, I wrong word, but I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm also a big fan of, you know, uh, the 2005 uh, The Call of Cthulhu oh, adaption. Yeah. Yeah, good I'm, stuff. I'm a fan of Quake. That's like Lovecraft in a game with a shotgun. Right? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know what? I'd be doing my uh, listeners an injustice if I didn't ask you. Like, throw some things out there that maybe our audience has not seen. Um, some horror underground horror movies that you got out there that we don't get. Do you think? Oh, cool. Yeah, go for it. Uh, well, we have actually in America. Only in the USA, mm -hmm. uh, you have a uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> We're like whatever. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, we don't have, we don't have the United States of Sweden. That would be like very boring. And, uh, oh, far from it. <laughs> you got great chocolate. Oh, thank you. I'm really curious about that now. But, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm diabetic. How? I, I God. Damn it! I always offend my, you know, Captain Sexy tells me that, dude, you're very inflammatory with our guests, and look what I just did. I'm oh, talking about chocolate to a type one diabetic. You made my blood sugar <sighs> cry. I'm so sorry, and no. I'm drink. I'm also drinking a Coca Cola from uh, McDonald's right now. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. Uh, well, underground horror movies um, that people might not have seen. Uh, you had that company Unearthed. Oh, yeah, by uh, Stephen Biro. OK, and uh, they, they I think they're most famous for releasing like a lot of really weird, underground, gory, brutal shit. Mm. And uh, <laughs> recently they made, uh, well, underground headlines, I guess, by adapting the Japanese guinea pig series uh, to America. Hmm. And just the, I think the name is a bit, little bit. I'm, I'm Swedish. Sorry. Um, Go for it, man. It's fine. Again, girls love your voice. <laughs> oh damn! No, don't. Um, just, just hum for five minutes, and I'll get a lot of calls. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, uh, the name is a little bit bad, I think, because they just uh, they just call it American guinea pig, but it's very clear on what it is. Uh, they have made a couple of those, and they're they're like really gory if you want gore that's where you go hmm. uh, but i would say that european uh, underground like extreme films are they are way different than america yes uh, so germany is like the capital of european extreme films and you have the director yeah uh, i'm actually doing a podcast later in yeah in august about one particular director called Marian Dora. Uh, hmm. And I would highly 
recommend you to check him out. Um, yeah, plug, know, plug it, man. Plug it away. How do we find it? Yeah, that's the thing, actually. It's, uh, I know Unearthed released his one of his first films uh, on DVD, but it's like out of print now. Uh, but I know that I think they're called Diabolic DVD or something. Hmm. Maybe just Diabolic. Uh, recently released his uh, latest feature called Carcinoma uh, on Blu-ray, actually, in America. That that term alone scares me. <laughs> oh yeah, that uh, they're uh, they're not fun. No, it sounds yeah. They go for the uh, the throat, uh, the oh, jug- yeah. jugular, if you will, with a toothpick. It sounds like very much so. And uh, the, the the scary part is that you know the concept and the premise are uh, scary in itself, but then the mystery of the director comes, because Marian Dora is uh, a pseudonym. Hmm. No one knows who he is. Oh, how creepy. That's pretty damn creepy. I love that. With yeah. that, we should definitely play some Scent of the Lord right now. Yeah. I have two picks. Um, Life is Rock and Roll is fun. Black Forest is fun. Which would you play? Oh, well, you know, life feels pretty rock and roll yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going with that. All right, so Scent of the Lord. Again, they sound a little bit like Mucky Pup with the vocals uh, without the hardcore drums, but definitely a heavy band. Uh, Life is Rock and Roll. They're on Bandcamp, folks. Check them out. Give them a buck for their song for crying out loud because I can't stand people that don't pay for music. That's just my thing, my generation. It's before your time, um, but I can't stand people that don't buy music. I hate it. Uh, they're artists. They work their asses off, and they're working at McDonald's while they're playing in a garage. So, yeah, you know, buy the song for a buck. Life is Rock and Roll, Scent of Lord. And we'll be right back with Emil Johansson.
and we're back. We're back. Yes, we are. <laughs> hey, that was Scent of Lord. Life is rock and roll. I dig this stuff. I love the lo-fi stuff from the band previously, and that was Justin and Hooch earlier, but Scent of Lord, that's, I want to say metal, but kind of rock, but buy the stuff. It's so worth it, because then they can keep doing it, you dumb shits. All right, so, and go back to that. Um, going back to that, I should say. Fairly Dark Productions. I don't expect you to buy books. Nobody buys books anymore. But it does help the cause here. I'm not rich. I'm an artist like Emil. Right, Emil? Right? We're not rich. Yeah. We're not no, rich. No. no. Every little bit counts. And if you don't like the actual paper books, we're on Kindle. Fairly Dark Productions. And um, check it out. If you like your horror, Dwelling in the Dark, I will not disappoint you. Fall of Tomorrow... It's that's a novel. Dwelling in the Dark is a bunch of short stories, but help the cause, folks. I would appreciate it. There's at least three books there, a bunch of comic books, too. More coming out. But right now, let's get back into Mr. Johansson himself and uh, this band. How'd you find them? Well, they're actually my old mates. Right, like you said. Uh, yeah, and uh, they, I, I I knew they had, they, they you know, they have a, uh, my tongue. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, they ha- they have had a couple of bands for the years, and this was their latest one. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to listen to it. And, you know, a couple of months went on, and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't listened to them yet. <laughs> uh, so during one of my walks, I, you know, I listened through the whole album, and god damn, I love it. It's <laughs> ex- exactly as you said, because it's like metal and rock and roll, and the guy who sings... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Matthias Malm is my uh, my co-host. Haha, twist on this. My co-host in a Swedish podcast, and I know him from being, you know, very k- kind and humble. And then you hear him do that. <laughs> it's it's so good. I love it. Isn't that the best when you find out like one of your silent friends is actually nuts inside? People know me. Some of my friends know me as the silent, kind guy. And then they saw me ripping a baby out of a woman. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. Out of context, you know. Again, snowflakes, turn it off. <laughs> please do in that case. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah, please send me that screener. All right, so. All right, center of the so you you kind of like metal, I think. Or do you go punk rock? Do you do, go dark metal, death metal? Because our next show uh, coming up is going to be pure death metal with a guy named uh, well Bobby Cranmer. He introduced a bunch of bands to us, and he lived in a house that's famous for being uh, possessed by demons. And it's a famous. It, it, I, there's more about that later. I can't like you. I cannot say anything until you hear the show, but. Um, yeah, we got some death metal coming your way on Kettle Whistle Radio. Um, I am open to all forms of rock. I like rap, too. I grew up in New York. I love rap music. Um, I'm open to everything, except... I, I. No, I shouldn't admit that I don't like the Grateful Dead, but I just did. You, you just did, David. Jam bands. I... I don't know. I don't. I don't no. have that kind of time. <laughs> no, no, that, that's kind of the thing. You don't. When I put on, you know, Pink Floyd, oh, great. Band. Ooh, I like Pink Floyd though. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I like them. But you know, when I see a song is like twelve minutes long, it's like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. Let's go for two minutes, Ramones. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Well, that's like, exactly what I do then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, right now, I have two minutes before I have to pull into work. Right now, give me Ramones. But oh, I digress. 
what is your go-to music? I'm really curious. Uh, I'm actually, what people always say, you know, I'm, I, I listen to everything, and I, I freaking kind of do. Uh, I <laughs> Right now I'm into a, um, a lot of Slayer. Ooh, hey, yeah. I got tickets for Columbus. Slayer Ministry, okay, Les Claypool Primus, okay, and then Phil Anselmo apparently is doing a full Pantera set. We have no idea who is playing with him, but I cannot wait because I grew up with Pantera. I've seen them countless times when they were all alive. I miss oh. Dimebag. I miss Vinny. But Pan Phil doing Pan a full Pantera set, I'm wondering, are the musicians from Slayer Ministry, and I, I know Les does jam with them now and then, are they going to do the Pantera set? I don't know. I have no answer. That would be so cool. It's sick. Uh, you know, uh, I actually had a friend uh, on a festival uh, here in Sweden just like a week ago. No, guess, okay. Guess, guess who played? Uh, Phil. What? Yeah. Did he do played. one of his hardcore bands? or? No, no, they did uh, Pantera. Really? Yeah. Maybe you might have seen the actual first show of this. No, I, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. My friend were uh, he well he said it was fucking awesome. Oh, so, Phil is know. amazing. I mean, he's yeah, seems to be. he's had his ups and downs. You know, um, I get it. He, God, that man. I mean, what he's been through, and now he lost two of the guys in the band. He never made amends with. That's a horrible thing to live with. Of course, he is. I, it's fifty fifty. You know what? It's um forty sixty. I read Rex's book, Rex Brown, the bass player, who was in the middle of the whole thing, and it, what it comes down to for the listeners that have not don't know about Pantera and what happened there, it came down to uh, Vinny and Dimebag's dad uh, wanting some more credit for songs than he should have because he let them use their studio, his studio. And uh, Phil wasn't having it. And Vinny and Dimebag kind of like bowed down to their dad. That started the riff. But then, you know, God, Phil went on his binge, you know, and just like... But he broke Dimebag's heart, like with the animosity, even though there really wasn't any animosity. It, it's a rough book to read. If you read Rex Brown's book, um, I think it's got 101 Proof Pantera, something like that. Um, it'll give you the whole lowdown from the bass player point of view, who was a clear head and still going, man. Rex Brown has some great music out there, too. But enough about pantera <laughs> i didn't know we we're gonna get on that it's uh, so sad yeah it's very sad it's a sad thing but i grew up you know texas rock uh i i believe texas rock is metal in, in its best because it, it incorporates the blues and they have these blues riffs and the guys actually sing you know i think i i again i like death metal too but it's nice to hear a guy sing once in a while phil's got some lungs man <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah Oh yeah. So, what other music do you like? Uh, actually, you might hate me for this, but I won't. I, <laughs> I was listening because... to the Pet Shop Boys before I, I called you. But they're awesome. I do like them. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, well, I, I I really got into Twenty One Pilots. Ooh. Okay. Um. Oh, I don't like everything until uh, what is it? What's the latest? You're gonna say it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not that big of a fan. I just like the music. Heathens, Heathens is catchy. Oh, yeah. Heathens is great. Yeah. Heathens, Car Radio. Mm. Uh, oh, now I can't remember any more songs because of that. But I love the 
dynamic? The, yeah, well, you know, they have the real drums, and then you have the the well, not 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 real. Thank you for that. No, it's weird. It's like two dudes, and one is a shirtless drummer. Yeah, <laughs> and with, with an but insane he, he means it. <laughs> he means yeah, it. He really does, and I love that. It's, it feels so honest. Yeah, there's it's something really... to be said about non-digital drums. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we agree on that one. Um, oh, you know what we didn't touch on before we play another song. You have another movie. It's and I don't know how to pronounce this. I want to say uh, "Or Possessed." Oh well, you're actually the second one to kind of get it. Well, uh, I took French. I don't think that means anything right now. Uh, no, <laughs> but well, uh, it's uh, it's pronounced. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's uh, actually another Swedish um, uh, horror actress and writer called Sarah Jeshku, mm. who made a, a movie. You should really have her on, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's she's amazing because she just directed her first short, I think. It's called Create Your Killer. And she made the feature uh, Wounded that's actually on Amazon. Oh, I'll watch yeah. it tonight. Oh, I I'm, oh I hope it's on Prime. Otherwise, I can send you a link because I know another place that has it. Yes, please. Uh, but she was she as like me. She uh, reviews movies as well. Okay. So uh, and she has a show together with uh, a friend of hers called Jasmine, and she was the first one during like the last year that actually pronounced it correctly. And you were so close. It's called obsessed. Ah. <sighs> But you were so close. Okay. So, so um, tell us about this. Yeah, Obsessed is actually a, a hungover movie. <laughs> There's, I'm going to try to keep that story short because, the again, that was a part of the Gated Community Anthology. Mm. Uh, and we had a, you know, kind of famous underground Swedish, not really, director. in. Uh, he was supposed to make a segment. And he dropped out because of he got another offer, and I, I was gladly. I, 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 I'm so glad for that because he's awesome and he deserved it. So, hmm. well, I was just you know out drinking like with Eliza, who plays in Obsessed, and who is like my muse and my partner in crime and everything. You have to uh, have your muse. You have to have your muse. You really do. You do. You really do. You do. Uh, and we were out like drinking hard and I got a call from the producer again and he's like, dude, we need another movie. <laughs> but what? <laughs> uh, we, we need another segment like in, in two weeks. What? what? <laughs> uh, and apparently because of the dropout, we had to like, you know, prolong the, the length of the movie to make feature length. But and... these are the things that people don't appreciate. And I tell people when they watch a movie, you don't know the work that went. That movie was 30 minutes long. What the hell? You don't know the work that went into that. Try it yourself. Get a camcorder and a freaking camcorder and a tape recorder and try to put that together. You couldn't oh, do God. that in five minutes. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, if people th oh people think it's easy to make a movie. I've been giving lectures the last two years. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, about you know indie zero budget filmmaking, and <laughs> everyone during those have seemed to be like you know, 
oh, I just want to make a movie. It seems so easy. I, I, I think I get like, I, I think my, my veins in my forehead pops. I'm sure they time. do. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. That's so annoying to me. Uh, especially when like people leave during a movie. Like, why did, why did you come? Or you put a movie on. They're like, that's just stupid. That could never happen. The whole point is it couldn't happen, you dumb shit. But exactly. yeah, you're like you're missing out, but you don't know what took place in that scene. I look at now at this point, me and you, we look at camera angles, audio. We, I, I know when audio is bad and when it's good, but you also know when you're going into a film what you're going to get. You know, like, okay, this is low budget. I'm going to sit here and enjoy what these cats made, man, and walk away with whatever, but I'm not going to put them down for doing it. No, no, no. They made it. They actually made something. Yes. yes. Uh, and coming back to Obsessed, maybe that's the most impressive part of it. We actually finished it, kind of. You know, nothing. You really abandon movies. Like mm. That's like the one thing George Lucas said that I completely agree with. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to abandon films yeah yeah that's thank you for that yeah i think you're a star wars fan yeah kind of yeah not the latest movies but (laughs) i get it first three well yeah Uh, four five six right yeah Yeah, exactly those are like perfect uh, (laughs) that's a whole nother show and man i don't want to get into my therapy so um (laughs) at all but we're gonna play another song i think you should pick it curious what you pick which band oh oh that's harsh yes it is i know i do that Mm, okay, well, I'm gonna say, fuck it, go Justice and Hooch. And which song? I'm gonna give that to you because they have Ooh. very different. Yeah, I liked. Um, I really like Big Black Cat because it was kind of fun. Side Wonder's fun. I think Big Black Cat. Yeah, that's a good choice actually. All right, let's go with that because that that's fun. All right, folks. Again, they're on Bandcamp. We'll be right back. I'm not afraid of the dark, but. You should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Big fat, black cat, you 
here with Emil Hansen. I can't stop seeing that name. It rolls off the back of my throat. Um, let's talk about it, man. Yeah, well, Obsessed was, uh, as we said before the song, um, a, a, a kind of emergency movie. We just had to make another segment. Okay. You know, just make more length of the movie. Um, so me and Eliza like, plotted down, like during a vodka binge, I fell asleep on her floor with my pants up. Nothing happened. <laughs> but... Wait, with your pants up. I love that. Yeah, well, it was so, it was so fucking weird. But, you know, the, the, we, uh, when we woke up, I kind of, I vomited like 53 times, I think. Uh, yeah, vodka, it's a good thing you did. Oh, I love vodka. You know, oh. It's like water in Sweden. No, that's Russia, sad. Sorry. <laughs> no, but we actually watched like uh, the notes, and we had a kind of clear idea because she, Eliza, told me like the night before you had like a good idea about something about um, surgery, and uh, me drunk off my balls were like, yeah, I actually did, but that's more of a philosophical, morbid thing, not a comedy. Uh, but we ended up like trying in in under a week where we were not sober at all i think uh, <laughs> trying to find a place just to record this because we knew it's gonna be blood and poop all over the walls and <laughs> oh my god so, are you so, guys are you guys getting a picture of all this right now <laughs> oh. you had your chance to turn it off <laughs> yeah that's uh, uh, yeah please if you really if you are a snowflake right now, please do this before you're going to melt. Because yeah, Thank you. The, yeah. Uh, we ended up rec- uh, shooting the film, actually, in under two hours uh, in her uh, apartment complex's, uh, like, laundry room. Uh, it was insane because we had so much gore, so much... We had actually had rotting guts we had made... Uh, <laughs> 
like for another shoot just a, a week before and they were starting to smell like really sweet and bad okay wait 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 you had real guts <laughs> well parts of them were real i can say that i love it <laughs> yeah we, we tried to we apparently we have we have gotten a lot of you know thumbs up and and praise for our special effects yeah uh, and no arrests yet <laughs> No, that's the weird part, actually. <laughs> it actually happens here, so be careful. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, I know a few people. Yeah, they got too real. <laughs> but it looked real. That's how good they were. So, yeah, yeah I'm just saying, be careful. <laughs> yeah, but we made that in two hours, uh, hung fucking over, and we had a lot of problems with it. And then it turned out to be the greater movie of the two shorts we made. Uh, because wow. it doesn't have a point really it's just a gory fun short <laughs> it doesn't have a point that's great yeah, because uh, yeah but i didn't have any time to figure out like you know uh, uh, um, I, I didn't have time to figure anything out except gore really <laughs> so that's what we did we made a lot of gore we got a lot of gore and a lot of vodka and bam we sadly that one isn't really released yet well it's actually it's released on true indie let me ask you because now you're killing me um mm. can i see this i th haven't you mm -mm, not that one okay okay i'm gonna yeah of course i'll send you a screener please this. please because yeah. then me and uh when captain sexy is present we'll talk about it more and uh, uh hopefully is there a way for you to make money if people watch it download or yeah, because the budgets are so small that we could, if everyone who actually have asked me for a screener, not me giving oh, away a screener. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> no, no, you're not that guy because we're actually having a conversation. We're doing a thing, but people just writing and asking without giving anything back. It kind of annoys me. That's annoying. You're not alone. Um, I interviewed, I don't know where you are with the band Electric Six. Are you familiar? Oh, yeah. They're great. Um, yeah. Dick Valentine did my show, and and he pretty much said what you said. He's like, yeah, they, they yeah, I'll do the show, but they want A, then they want B, and C. And I just said to him, dude, just do my show and maybe come back sometime. That's all I want. You don't have to plug anything. Don't send anything out there. But I understand, yeah, like people that um, they just feel entitled when you are a guest. And I don't take advantage of my guests. Uh, sometimes we get swag, and that's fun, and that makes you want to do it more, you know? Um, uh, you know, but back if I in. If I had a physical copy, I would sign it and send it to oh, you. Oh, man. We don't have that See, yet. I would love that. See, I'm a physical. When it comes to like copies, DVD, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm like, in my hands, I'm shaping a DVD in my hands talking to you because I love getting that. I love that. I do conventions. I went to one yesterday. I, I love just the physical aspect of it, of the art. You know, yeah, me too. You know, um, recently rediscovered vinyl, um, oh, a yeah. lost art. You know, uh, when I say rediscovered, I still have all my old vinyl. My first album ever was Blizzard of Oz by Ozzy, and it oh, still nice. it sounds great. And but I I never owned um, Diary of a Madman, and I found it, and it was cheap, and it was like perfect. And I'm like, wow, I never heard this on vinyl. You know, a nice rediscovery. Do you? Where are you with nostalgia? Do you like going back? <laughs> that, that's my thing, actually. I uh, thought so. Retro. I mean, 
Yeah, well, the, uh, I haven't played anything uh, really or watched anything really from after 1999, I usually say, because <laughs> uh, I, I'm really, I'm a big lover of the 70s. Yes. Uh, music, art, uh, cinema. The uh, horror, just... the horror was perfect back then. Oh, yeah. My, my two favorite horror movies ever come from the 70s. Interesting. I've All of mine are from there. But uh, you hit on something when you talked about a forced abortion. Yeah, here we go, folks. You can turn it off, snowflakes. Um, There is a movie that I loved. And of all people, Sam Neill is in it. I talk about it on this show a lot. But it's called The Possession. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's the fun part. People have, I don't know why, and I'm very thankful for it. People have compared Obsessed to Possession. You got to be kidding me. No, no, no. Actually, it's one person, and he's kind of a friend. But I, I'm honored, but I don't think I'm worth it. But oh. I love that movie. It's you know the scene I'm talking about in the subway. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, wow. Like that <laughs> disturbed me on levels I've never. The whole movie. I saw it when as a kid unedited i'm sorry edited and then i saw it unedited. it changes the movie when you see the director's cut right yeah completely completely yes that's like if you take away uh, okay snowflakes now now turn it off turn it off you sons of bitches uh yeah have you seen a serbian film oh god that now that limitations Oh yeah, I, I completely understand. I'm the wow. guy, you know. Wow. I I deep dive into that stuff because I really want to see something that disturbs me. I have a whole story about. That, I got so. that from you, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm really nice, actually, but I, I like to being disturbed. Because you have your outlet. See, this is what I tell people: you wear your creepy on 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 your shoulder, basically, so they can see it. You know, yeah. their your creepy is right there, and that's it. And then it's over. I got it out there, so I'm actually a kind of a nice guy. You know, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, and, and a Serbian film, if you would Ooh. edit it. Wow. Yeah, I know. We In Sweden, we got the, the first uncut version. I, and I know Unearthed work is working mm. with the director on making, like, a true uncut version. Mm. But if you would cut out the most famous scene out of that movie, uh, I'm just going to say that the name of the scene i know you don't have to say everybody listening knows the scene okay perfect because i yeah. don't want to say that right really uh if you take away that scene mm. you take away a lot of the impact from that movie true uh, and that scene every disturbing scene in that film actually has a point to it yes uh, oh it might God. be hard to see but it, it, it's they're they're there for a reason yeah, yeah. Um, along the same lines, uh, the movie Inside, the French movie. Oh, that that fucked me up. That that fucked you up. <laughs> that one fucked. Oh, I yeah, was yeah. way younger when I saw it. Oh, okay. It's that old. See, I I, I only saw it like ten, uh, eight years ago, I think. Oh. No, five years ago. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I didn't know. I thought I was. <laughs> there's two. <laughs> there's an American version that's just not the French version, <laughs> and um. Wow. Why exactly? Well, Maria Bello was in it, I think. Um, but it's it's just the same title, I think. But uh, yeah, that movie, I didn't expect the body count. When you think about what, what Inside's about, 
you know, the girl attacking the pregnant girl because she's jealous. We'll go with that because I don't want to spoil anything. But the body count in that house. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, it's insane. I need to see that one again. Yeah, I think you do. Because I was surprised at what a slasher it became, expecting just like three people in a film maybe, and then one after the next. Oh, my God. Anyway, we went down a dark path, my friend. Um, But we need to tell folks how to find your stuff and how to find you. You should do that now. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, we could... Uh, twist this even more because when I make movies nowadays I actually have a pseudonym as well Oh, uh, I do I'm not trying to hide I just like the the name mm. and that's uh, uh, well, Emil Levin so E-M-I-L the number 11? no no L-E-V I-N. Okay. Kind of like Levin. Okay. Perfect. Uh, in Swedish, it's actually uh, Levin. I get you. Uh, but I didn't want people to be like, oh, well, you took that from Ted Levine, didn't you? But no. No. You own uh, it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's my actually my mother's maiden name. Ah, good for you, man. Yeah. Own uh, it, so yeah. That, that's me. If you see that name somewhere, that's probably me. You can find me on... Facebook, I'm I'm Emil Johansson. First name uh, is spelled, hey, for the American audience, E-M-I-L, dummies, Johansson. Work on that. and Or just yeah. friend me and you find him. I'm David Fairhead, whatever. Yeah, well, exactly. And then, of course, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and then uh, I'm at Indy Emil G-B-G. Oh, G-B-G. Sorry, I had to really, like, this is Swedish now. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we're we're so, international. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's true. But uh, uh, GBG and GBG kinda sounds the same, but not really. Uh, Interesting though. Uh, I, I meant to talk on this earlier when you're talking about um, limitations in Sweden. Um, on the first colored comic book that I did, full color uh, Demon Eye. Um, I had a Vietnamese artist, and she, she's younger. She's about your age, actually. And she, there's so many limitations there. She's like, when I'm sending her the storyboard, she's like, please, just no nudity, you know, no sex, keep the violence down and swearing, and in so many words. And honestly, I kind of kept, I keep it PG-13 when it comes to, like, print. So, um, and NC-17, because I allude, I like alluding to nastiness, then showing it, because oh, yeah. she couldn't actually draw it. She wouldn't be allowed to. And uh, Yeah, right? And she's like, thank you so much. This is actually very cool. Her name, yeah, Little Sun. You could look her up on my Facebook. She's great. Um, she goes by several names. Um, but Little Sun was her name when we did the comic book. She was limited, though. She was not, like, I couldn't, like, when I, the book, uh, luckily, when I wrote the story, it, it, the sex and the violence is off screen. It just alludes to the fact, uh, to the fact that these cowboys are basically drinking, um, um, we'll say the excesses of sex so they can so, kill demons. <laughs> and um, she didn't get that, but she drew things to the point where it didn't show. But you get it reading it. Now, I like that too. I like the subtlety of that. You get your nastiness in the after effect, you know? Like there's gore. I love like, you know, you can go with all kinds of gore like you do, and I enjoy that too. But I, I like a good scare sometimes. And you find out later, like, I, I wanted to ask you, do you like, did you ever see 
a house of the devil. Yeah, but isn't that someone else? Uh, isn't it James Wan? No, House of the Devil is by I think it's Ty West. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but this, uh, yeah, I'll have to edit that one. Um, but honestly, yeah, you're right, Ty West. Did you enjoy that? Like it was an '80s throwback. Yeah, because uh, I, I'm really into what you're saying there, alluding to to things is. Uh, um, <sighs> A majority of the time more effective mm -hmm. uh, than just showing something straight out. And I think House of the Devil actually did the atmosphere really good. Right. And if yeah. you can, yeah, if you can make, build up a great atmosphere and not showing mm. what's happening, you can create such such more horrific images in the audience's mind. Right. That's, that's what you should do for true horror. And well, yeah, I will. Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Seventies jaws uh oh, the yeah. true horror you kind of don't see it all the time but man when chrissy's getting killed it's like are you kidding me alex kintner the whole bit but um then you got the entity uh the exorcist um the exorcist was in your face <laughs> <laughs> but alien alien you didn't really see the monster but you saw what he could do you know yeah there's something uh, that takes an expert to um circumnavigate and still you know, circumnavigate the horror, the, the gore, and build the suspense to the point where, holy shit, at the end, you know? that That's an achievement that I still don't think I'm capable of. Um, that's a genius, I think. Yeah, you need to be a genius to pull that off because I, I, I think I'm one of few, at least in my circle of friends, who prefer Alien to aliens because right. of the atmosphere yes yes it's thank a, you it's a slasher in space yeah man off well right and then let's go with john carpenter of course the thing oh god yeah oh, i mean of course the best latex effects ever practical effects it, it and then they destroyed it with that prequel with the oh. cgi like why did they do that they did everything that they weren't supposed to do yeah, although the, the story was good but yeah i thought that most Things with it were, were pretty okay, but seeing the CGI and knowing that they actually had the real material, they had a, the the practical effects shot and everything, and mm. the studio said, "No, we want this to be CG." That's that's a baffling move. Doesn't it make. just? It's a punch in the gut. Yeah, to to everyone. Yeah, uh, I, I'm actually a bit upset about that still. Still. Yes, I agree. Because I read the the Alan Dean Foster novel when I was a kid, and I'm visualizing all these things. It's like, wow, this is so cool. And you see the movie, the thing, you're like, wow, they can only get better. No, they got worse. <laughs> oh, so much worse. What the fuck? All right, so what is next in your world these days, Mr. Johansson? Um, I'm actually planning on having a bit of a rest. Uh, not, I'm not going to pause anything, really, because I can't. Uh, but being an independent filmmaker, uh, that feels like I'm really putting myself on high horses, but uh, <laughs> I guess I am. Uh, you should, well, dude. You should. You should be proud of what you just landed. Thank you so much. That's A lot of people have said that, yes. but I think it's when you said it now, it actually is sinking in. It should. Uh, Let me tell you, I just, I, I hate interrupting you, but I have to tell you while it's on my mind or I forget because I have ADHD. But anyway, uh, at shows, when I do these conventions, I rub shoulders with guys that would, can't even imagine what 
what you did because they work we're side by side but with these vendors and guys that have worked with trauma been in the movies do you know how many of those people would love to have like produced something with them all of them all of them <laughs> uh actually just getting the mail from i actually got a mail from, from lloyd himself oh my god that pretty much i'm standing you know, up and clapping in the studio right now by myself thank you uh that was a, a tearful moment almost actually because Wait, lloyd's calling right now actually I'm, uh, shut up i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no but it was insane since i, I you know i they actually asked me uh, like the trauma people asked me to record a little video message to uh, the people who works at uh, and volunteers at trauma dance their mm. festival uh, because my, uh, Unplanned was there, uh, and I, of course I did, and I, this was, I, I had the opportunity, and I had to take it, to show uh, an autograph I got from Lloyd f- almost 15 years ago. Uh, oh my god. And I remember, still remember getting that package with the <laughs> autograph, because it, I, I, of course, Sweden, America, it's like, no, it's not gonna happen. But he actually sent me a signed picture and everything. And getting an email this so many years later saying, well, you actually turned out to be a pretty great filmmaker. That just... (laughs) uh, I'm kind of... I'm almost tearing up because that's, you know, that's, that's the proof that I actually made something that to me means something. I don't know how to express it because... You know, people say a lot about trauma, uh, and people say, you know, oh, gory films, and there's no purpose on it. Uh, you know, my parents have kind of been, you know, oh yeah, you know, it's gonna, he's gonna grow up sometime. Uh, <laughs> oh. And Noah was like, shut up, mom and dad. That's I'm enough. To have my... Yeah, you know, I'm gonna start a metal band, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, the future holds a lot of things for me i'm actually going to denmark in a couple of hours to buy a lot of booze and have a rest Um, but i'm going to comic-con you know i'm I'm doing a lot of nice yeah i'm doing a lot of you know uh, writing (laughs) and and podcasting as well so i have a lot of that on my plate uh, right now that's awesome man yeah, but I would love to speak to you again sometime. Oh, because hell this yeah. This most fun I had. Hell yeah. You might be a regular call-in if we have an issue or something to discuss. Actually, when you listen to the next show, I'd love to hear your commentary on the four death metal bands we play. But you kind of need to know the background of, you could look this up, The Demon of Brownsville Road, which is actually not a block away from my house. And um, it's a true story about a family and their struggle. It's very much Amityville, if you're familiar. Of course you are. Um, But this one's a little more intense. And uh, the fact that the house had a history uh, where Amityville, it's kind of fictionalized. I I don't know. But... Um, and I, I'm from Long Island. I live down the road from the Amityville house. Do we see a connection here? Jesus Christ. But anyway, but no, The Demon of Brownsville Road, great book, Bob Cranmer. Uh, you want to look this up. You could look up. He's done interviews, and we've had them on the show now three times. Um, this is some dark stuff that will tickle your fancy, to say the least. Um, also, too, I, I, I got to give a shout-out, too, if you, for more offbeat entertainment 
Fashion Trashin, my friend Erica down in Austin, Texas. Um, this is fun with sock puppets and metal and just... It's Sock Puppet Show for adults on YouTube, Fashion Trashin, and they have the girls behind that, uh, Jess and Erica, sisters, are Yard Panther. They're our house band. And um, look them up, Yard Panther. They're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, at Fairly Dark. And again, support the cause here, folks. If you could buy a book, do it on Kindle. Um, we're at, at, well, I'm sorry, www.fairlydarkproductions.com. Or www.burningbulbpublishing.com. One word, Burning Bulb Publishing. There are by far more hideous, hideous stories out there than the stuff I have to offer. If you go to Burning Bulb Publishing, uh, Emil, I'm just saying your audience will enjoy this publishing company. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I do work for them, of course. But man, they don't pull punches at all. When you say that, I trust you. I, I hope you do. I am probably the... Um, I don't know. My shit's pretty scary. I, I can't say anything about it. Just judge it, read it, let me know, and ha- let me know how I did. If you hate it, I'm cool with that, too. And at Fairly Dark on Twitter. And What's your Twitter? Uh, at in the email. Uh, spell that for the, the dumb <laughs> Americans out here, please. <laughs> I-N-D-I-E-E-M-I-L. Perfect. I'd really think about if there were some underscore or anything, but it's not. It does make you think. <laughs> You're it so really used does. to saying it, you know? It's like, yeah, it, it, like these dumb socials that we have to constantly put out there. But I enjoyed talking to you more than I could possibly imagine. And so we're going to have to have you back. You uh, listen to some shows and come back. We'll have you call in. And uh, and definitely we'll have you as a guest because you, you have to talk to Captain Sexy because I think he's going to be intrigued and pissed once again that he's not here. And a little insider information. <laughs> You'll like this. The Martin Atkins interview. Did you listen to that? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Oh, my God. He was such – he was he was just lovely. Great man. Well, the whole time, okay, the whole time, Sean – Captain Sexy, was on call for work. So he couldn't be in the studio, but literally was underneath the studio in my basement doing work, getting calls. And I'm sitting here. You could hear every now and then me pounding on the floor like that. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, Sean, get your fucking ass up here, man. You're missing everything. He set the whole thing up and couldn't take part. And that's like one of his gods. So it's like, oh, man. So we have to get Martin Atkins back and we have to get you back as well. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I need to speak to Captain Sexy. <laughs> yes, you do. Friend him, Sean Feld Bush, spelt like it sounds on Facebook. Send him all kinds of crazy shit, guys, please. <laughs> I love. Him. All right. So, w- wrapping this up, we have to play a song. We're going to do Scent of the Lord. Uh, one more song. I'm sorry, you know, Scent, Scent of Lord. Yeah, their name is weird. I, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, but I always say "Scent of Lord," "Scent of the Lord." It's easy to say, yeah. Yeah, uh, and you know, even if I'm a diabetic, I love black forest cake. <laughs> so even better I think than you know where we're heading. Even better than uh, red velvet. Oh. Yeah, I know red velvet cake's good, but we're gonna go with black forest. All right, very metal. I want you to give give me your best heavy metal black forest wretch right now well the problem is it's very late here now but <laughs> he can't scream yeah I, like i said folks i am the worst girlfriend he ever had all right 
We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Emil Johansson, friend of him on Facebook, watches movies, pay for the music you heard tonight, and we can all come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I'm going to cry in bed and be homeless. <laughs> Starving artists, folks, friends, and fiends. Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Good night. In a forest black of dread, the villagers fear for their lives. By the breath of death No one dares but everyone cares
passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us, from renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today.
Electric acid. Electric acid. 